Man, what a seedy-looking town. It's my kind of place. <laughs> I bet it is. Smell the danger in the air. My blood's on fire. Me too, me too! Pretty big talk for someone who's scared all the time. But that's not the only reason you're fired up, is it, Runt? For one thing, tonight's... Yeah, it's a full moon. I know it's like that for us, because we got our strength from the full moon. But what about Cheza? She looks like she's glowing too. Yeah. Once a year on the night of a full moon, flowers will hear the moon's call and return to paradise. That's a legend I heard once. So, you mean tonight, Shio? I'm not sure if it'll be tonight. We'll just have to wait and see. What? What's gonna happen to her? You're not saying that Cheza's gonna bloom or something, are you? This one is excited too. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where two dudes in their 30s, because we can't have three very often. Like sex? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's accurate. I mean, that's accurate. That's only special occasions. Talk about anime. It must be my birthday. <laughs> uh, uh, he's a baby with a mustache. It's Bill. Neither of those are true. <laughs> And I am the 2014 World Cup. That's it. <laughs> I didn't have names. I just used uh, Evil Apple's app. Yeah, thanks. I see <laughs> that. I see that now. My name is Andy, and we are here once again in the Tuning Japanese Studios. Dun, dun, dun. Dogs barking upstairs. Bark. Bark indeed. So it's appropriate. It's atmosphere. <laughs> it's atmosphere. If you hear dogs barking in the background, we're doing it on purpose for atmosphere. That is exactly true. Hi, guy. Hi. How's it going? It's going. Yeah? It's Friday night. It is Friday night. We both have beer. It's beer 30. Hang on. Yeah, baby. That's that's a, that's a clink. That it is. Colonel Clink in the kitchen. If you're not local, you can't get this beer. With the butter knife. Uh, yes, no, you cannot. This is uh, this is a cherry bomb blonde, yep. I do believe, from Millstream. No, Front Street. Front Street. Okay. Yep. Yes, uh, Front Street Brewery in Davenport, Iowa. Yes. Yeah, so we are enjoying a lovely adult beverage, and we are enjoying being without Josh once again. Uh, no, I'm. I, this I, is yeah. nice. It I, I mean, it's makes your editing better. I mean, it makes my editing better. It makes I must cramped. I mean, I miss his warmth because he usually he usually sits next to. Well, everything's faster with Josh. Uh, no, <laughs> actually, for once, this is faster without him. Oh, this is faster without him. It's true. Uh, no, Josh sits next to me, and he like he sometimes will hug me, and I get warm, and that's good because your basement's cold. Um, but yeah, no, we are here. Surprised you don't sit next to me. That's true. I mean, we could. It, it would be. I don't know. Well, I guess now it would be weird, but like I guess when we're those three of us, I was like thinking, you know, like when couples sometimes sit next to each other in a booth, and I'm like. Why are you doing that? Like you're gonna hate each other in about I don't know six to six months to a year anyway. So like, why are you bothering to sit next to this person? That's wow. 
That is cynical. <laughs> Sorry. Is everything okay at home? Oh, it's fine. Uh, so, <laughs> well, so that's most of the reason my wife married me. That was in the vows. Was it was warmth? Yeah. You'll, you'll sit next to each other in the, in the booth. <laughs> Not each other. I'll keep her warm. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so she has no circulation. That's I don't either. So we are here to talk about. I'm made of circulation. <laughs> made of circulation. I'm not even sure what that means. <sighs> We're here to talk about Wolf's Rain, Bill. We are. What do you what do you, what do you make hand gestures? Circulation. Is that like a is that like a move that like a Power Ranger does before they morph? Okay. Actually, you know what it was? That was uh that was Turbo. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like Remember? like Turbo is in like the snail or Turbo is in like Power Rangers Turbo? Power Rangers Turbo. Okay. Remember they had the cars? Oh, yeah. So like the thing was like they do like they're driving. Steering and then, wheels. Uh, and then they stick the key in there. Uh, I don't remember Turbo. Uh, I barely do. And I'm probably lucky for it. So, no, we're here to talk about episode 11 of uh, Wolf's Ring, which I believe was titled Vanishing Point. We're still in Wolf's Ring? Yeah, you know that remember that anime <laughs> when we decided to like take a break to, because Josh is never here to do uh, Record of Lotus War? Yeah, we're going to talk about Wolf's Ring again. Wow. Yeah. Because it was the only thing I had prepared. Yes, that's actually, you know, I don't care that you're breaking the fourth wall in this instance. We didn't have shit prepared, but Bill had notes for episode 11. So sorry, Josh. We're doing another Wolf's Rain without you. Uh, so yeah, Wolf's Rain episode 11, we'll, uh, Vanishing Point. Yes. Okay. But before we do, this is the part of the show where we do nerd news. And it won't be out of date because this will be next week's episode for real for once. Uh, so I- I've got some stuff, but do you have some stuff for nerd news? I have one thing. Ooh, 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 what is it? What is it? It's, it's going to be out of date by the time the episode comes All out. All right, that's fair. <laughs> All right, lay it on me. I have tried mm-hmm. Burger King's Nightmare King burger. Oh, my God. Burger King foot ava- lettuce. It was only available foot lettuce? Yeah. There's nothing worse. I can't remember what the quote is. There's, it's a, it was a vine or something. I don't know. My my esports kids will constantly break into Burger King foot lettuce, number 12, or whatever. Weird. Anyway. Anyway. It's someone, and then, and yeah. It was a, I'll show it to you later. It was a Halloween thing. Okay. It was only available through November 1st. Okay. So if you Old news. If you didn't get it, you won't be able to get it. Until next Until year. Until next year, hopefully. Maybe. Yeah, it sounds like it's too many calories. <laughs> they should not probably serve it, but carry on. <laughs> I guess you could eat half of it. It wasn't that bad. Okay. Well, tell us about what this is. Ultimately, it was just a bacon cheeseburger version of the Whopper. Yeah. On a green bun. And the real trick of it was they put a... Uh, Crispy chicken cutlet on the burger, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Supposedly, this much protein, and this much different protein, is supposed to mess up your sleep cycles. Well, we found out that's the truth. Either that or whatever they made to make the bun green. I did have an unpleasant dream. It wasn't a nightmare. I wasn't scared. I want to preface this. <laughs> I was irritated. Okay, I want to preface this. For anyone that doesn't remember, our conversation about dreams, like, back in September or June or whenever it was we talked about that on an episode... Bill doesn't dream, and if he does dream, he doesn't remember dreaming. Like, that's the big yeah. thing. Is that, like, he I just very, doesn't... Very, very, very rarely do I have any clue what I dreamt about. But he if I dream at all. ate this fucking monster burger and had a dream that he recalled. I woke up with indigestion. Well, that is to be... Yes, of course. I don't get indigestion or well, dream. You ate three different types of meats on a Burger King... Something from Burger King. No one eats Burger King, except my stoner brother who had it today when I stopped over at my grandmother's house. High as shit. Comes over and, like, sits next to me on the couch. And he's like, Andrew, it's been too long since you've been here. And I'm like, you reek of weed. (laughs) (laughs) Then he tried to slap my ass, and I'm like, go away. Get the fuck out of here. 
That was the interaction I had with my younger brother today. Don't do drugs, folks. Carry on. So, yeah, it, it did give me indigestion. Uh-huh. And that did lead to me remembering a particularly irritating dream. Which was? Uh, just Alex Jones ranting about shit. Well, that's that sounds like hell. <laughs> yeah, that, no, I... That sounds like a nightmare. I'm aware I'm not a do fan. Do you remember anything he was ranting about? I think, just it, I think it was like the apocalypse. Mm. I think it was pretty uh, pretty generic. That tracks. Mostly his, his voice and cadence. Of, rah, 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 rah. That tracks. Yeah. That tracks. So there you go. Hey, speaking of apocalypse. Okay. Apocalypse-i? 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 You know, that's actually a joke on Buffy. <sighs> I didn't know that. Yeah. She's so. like, what is this? Is the plural of apocalypses? Apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> uh No. Uh, Diablo has a brand new game coming out in 2000. And... It's going to take that long to get it. Yeah, twenty nineteen. But but it's Blizzard, so they'll push it back. No, I don't five think or, five or six. Well, years. maybe, possibly, <laughs> but um, I don't want to get your hopes up, Bill. Okay, uh, I've played Diablo three. My hopes aren't up. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> well, this is a game that's going to be set between Diablo two and Diablo three. It's going to fill in the story in between. Okay, but you have to play it on your cell phone. Uh, pass. Okay, I figured as much. Uh, yeah, BlizzCon is this weekend, and they are making all kinds of announcements. And one of the announcements was for. I believe it is entitled Diablo Eternal or Infinite, something like that. Um, I, I did see an ad for that. I just assumed it was Diablo 3 with all the Yeah, all it the was not. Stuff. Uh, Diablo 3 has made its way to the Switch, I believe, this weekend, which is kind of cool. They actually redid some stuff on it to make it actually make more sense on it, like an actual like video game handheld system. Okay. Like, a lot of the stuff is, like... Instead of like going into menus, it's like scroll wheels. Like you, you, you move your uh, joint, like the the thumbstick or whatever, uh-huh. to like to like select things, which seems to make it a lot more quick. Because I, I imagine playing, and I know that Diablo three has been on like PlayStation four and Xbox one and stuff for a while, but I can't imagine it was. I imagine it was pretty cumbersome to play without a mouse. I can imagine. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. Um. So yeah, that that that's that. But no, another bit of news that you might be more excited about. For our fans, Bill is pretty good at uh, real-time strategy games. Like, he's, he's no slouch. He's pretty I, good. I do okay. Yeah. Better than I do. I'm terrible at real-time strategy games. Which, if we... If I ever... I think one day I should get on and we should play StarCraft Two and I should stream it. And you should just kick my ass just to show the fans, like, how terrible <laughs> I am at, at, at real-time strategy games. Fair enough. Um, but no. I'm not talking about StarCraft today. I'm talking about... Warcraft. Okay. Warcraft 3. Nice. Yes. Is getting a complete remaster. Right on. Yeah, so next year, unless they push it back, they, they showed some clips from it. Uh, the All the scenes are now completely rendered, close-up CGI. Uh, it looks really good. Uh, even the overhead tactical battles look so much crisper. Everything looks much more pretty. Uh, it, it's really cool. Something I can actually play by myself for once? Yeah, you can play, wow. by, you can play by yourself. And then I'll get it, and then you, you can beat me. You, yeah, I know. And you can beat me online, and yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so definitely be on the lookout for that. That'll be sometime next year. I imagine it'll be later in the year. I'm probably maybe closer to Christmas yeah, time more than probably. likely. And they're probably still working on it. So, uh, that that yeah, that's some big news. And then uh, I know that they're also going to be doing a beta for World of, War- World of Warcraft Classic, but only for people that um, specifically uh, got a virtual ticket 
uh, to the BlizzCon thing. So you had to shell out a good chunk of change to be able to get that and a bunch of other stuff. I don't remember what that even was. Uh, World of Warcraft Classic? Yeah. They are rebooting World of Warcraft, but just the original game. It's own separate thing. Like, World of Warcraft Vanilla. So, like, you could go back and play, but, like, before things got way too complicated and convoluted and, and not fun. Ah. Uh. So, yeah. That might be something I actually dig my teeth into a little bit again. I told myself I'd never go back to WoW, but I might, over some summer, if it comes out, like, in the summer months, maybe put, like, one or two months worth in and just play it. They keep remixing it, the new things for the fans to come back for, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I'm I'm looking forward to trying it because I remember coming back to it. This crack is cherry flavored. Yes. Yeah, essentially. No, I, I remember coming back to World of Warcraft and finding out that my main character, which was a, a hunter, was no longer anything like I had I, I had built and played. So like some of my weapons and, and like ways that I'd played before were completely like broken or not even part of the game anymore. And I'm like uh, and I was just sad and depressed, and that's why I didn't really stay long when I randomly got it a couple years ago for, like, a month. So can you port that character over to the classic? That I don't know yet. You may have to start from scratch because of the fact that it might be a nightmare to, uh, to like, figure out, like, if you have new items, you know, like, what gets sent, what doesn't. Um, I would probably want to just start from scratch. Like, it's been so long since I played through any of those, like, levels that I would I'd be okay with just, like, playing a level one character and grinding my way back up so i'm sure thurk will want to play that he plays regular world of warcraft right now so it might be fun like like maybe we can get a free month like everyone gets a free month i bet they'll do a free thing they've been they've been handing out free stuff like to get people involved in it yeah, again they got so. To. so maybe we could all like just have a weekend or a night where we just get on and play just for shits and giggles i might futz around for a I'll, for you free know, for I'll, a... uh, you, you could you could drink beforehand what Planning on well, it. that's uh, that's a given for you. That's Before true. and during. During and after. There you go. You can make it a drinking game. We'll do it on stream. I'll get really <laughs> fucked up. Um, I will win that. I know you will. So, uh, fans, if you are uh, fans of World of Warcraft and you want to come up with a World of Warcraft drinking game for us to play on stream, uh, let us know. You can check that out on my Twitch stream at some point in the future. Uh, Twitch.tv slash LemonNerdBoy. I'm out of things to talk No, I'm not out of things to talk about. I have one more thing to talk about. I'm sorry. Excited. I've got really excited. Uh, you, I'll keep it short because you don't care, and Josh isn't here, to, and he's the only one who would understand most of it. There was a big final reveal of Super Smash Brothers, which comes out next month. Okay. Um, they had one last, like, 40-minute, like, video that they did for it, and it's some of it was not exciting, but um, I'm kind of lukewarm on it. But they did add the last three characters that are going to be involved before they do DLC. They already said they're going to do like like five DLC characters down the road, which is fine. Like the price of them is actually going to be a little more palatable. Uh, last year's or not last year's last system's Smash Brothers game, like they nickel and dimed you for a lot of stuff with DLC. They're being a lot kinder this time around. But anyway, uh, the first one is Ken. Okay, which is going to be like a. What they call, I explained it once before, like Echo Fighter, basically the same as another character, but like has some minor changes and it looks different. Okay. So it's going to be like Ryu was in it, like it's already in the game from the last game. Okay. Um, so that's cool because when you think about it, Ken and Ryu are like kind of like the original sort of like basically the same character, but like with a re-swap yeah. or like a, like a palette swap or whatever. Can Ryu like become the Ryu Power Ranger? No, but that would be badass if he could. I would be all for this. No, that that's that's one character. Uh, the second character is one that you're gonna be like, okay, uh, is uh, Incineroar. He's a Pokemon. 
Okay. Um, he's from the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for proving me true. No, um, the one cool thing that you might kind of like is that Incineroar is, um, kind of modeled after a professional wrestler. Not like anyone in particular, but like he's a, he's a cat. He starts off as a kitten, like a cute little kitten. And his final form is like giant wear cat professional wrestler with like a giant flaming championship belt. That is weird as shit. It is. It's fucking awesome. And he does all of his moves in Smash Brothers are going to be like back body drops and German suplexes. And there's literally a move where like he throws someone and then a pair of ring ropes just appear and they bounce back at you and you have to time. And if you time it wrong, you either get hit by the other person and take damage or you do a really awesome like clothesline from hell. Or if you do it too early, you still get a move, but it's a less powerful and you back body drop your opponent. Super fucking badass. Really cool. Interesting. I'm I, I'm I'm stoked for that. And then they they have a bonus character that they're giving just for people that buy the game early. Okay. Um, and it's going to be a piranha plant from Mario. Like literally just a piranha plant from in a pipe that walks around on two little legs. You know it seems like a uh, limit mobility. Yeah. No, it's got like two little like like root legs and it walks around. And it's adorable. And the internet was pissed off. But I love it, and it's going to be my new main. I am so excited. The internet's always pissed off. The internet is pissed off about everything. That is true. That's, I think, the the, the normal, yeah. That's, like, the rule one for the internet. Uh, so that's it. Um, they're going to have a cool story mode, too, where essentially every character from all of the universes involved with the N- Nintendo die. And there's only one character that survives it. And he has to go around and try to save the universe. And you essentially have to unlock all the characters, like, not, like, the main mode, but, like, in this, like, single-player mode that way. Uh-huh. They played a really badass cinematic that if you actually cared about Nintendo and his characters, like, you'd be like, oh, my God, this is the most badass thing in the world. <laughs> but, no, Kirby is the one character that survives the whole thing, which I guess proves that Kirby is the most powerful Nintendo character. Will was talking about that today. Oh, really? He said it, apparently, from the cinematic, it's not these powerful as that he ran away. He teleported. He blinked into the whatever world that he travels to in those games. I can't think of the name. He Dream World. He went to Dream World and then came back and everything was gone and dead and their spirits of like his, all his dead friends just floating around. It's pretty dark. Pretty fucking dark. But no, it's awesome. Uh, Smash Brothers comes out in December and that'll definitely be a day one purchase for me. I'm, and I'll, I'll bring it over at some point. We'll, yeah, you bring we'll, it over, we'll, I'll play it. We'll play it. You know, that's usually how it is. I get a game, we, I bring it over, we play it. We have a good time. Yeah. That's half the reason why I buy it. I know you'll play it at least with me. Yeah, I'll, so. I'll play it. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not out of anything, you know? So, yeah, that's it. Okay, so I've rambled. I feel like I'm talking a lot. I'm sorry, but that's okay, because you're going to hear a lot of Bill, because this is Bill's week, and he's going to talk about Wolf's Rain, and I just, we just watched it, and I don't... I I was watching it, I don't even remember what the fuck this was going on. This <laughs> uh, Spoiler, a lot didn't. Yeah. So, I apologize if Nerd News ran long. Maybe it was to compensate. For the fact that it's, it's this could be, be short. a short review, but that's okay. If you want to blame anyone, blame Josh, because Josh isn't here again. Because if do. Josh was here, he could have had his re- review done, and we could have done a twofer. Bill. Yes. Would you like to tell us about episode 11 of Wolf's Reign? Vanishing sure. Point. For one low price. <laughs> <laughs> so we get a, like a weird chick, uh, and she's getting her goth, goth off in the middle of a circle of candles. So... <laughs> When this starts, she's covered in, like, a weird outfit. Yeah. And you don't see her face at first. And I thought it was, like, a weird grandpa because the, the, the voice was so low. Yeah. Like, low-key. But then, like, you like just see, like, her... And... Yeah. And then you see, like, old lady neck. Yeah, she's got, like, young lady face with old lady neck. Yeah. It's like the, she didn't have enough money to Botox the neck. Yep. <laughs> she's like, I'm just wear turtlenecks. <laughs> it's cheaper. 
<laughs> She's Botoxing on a Budget. There's a title, Botox on a Budget. Carry on. So the Masked Nazi Pope uh, is upset. <clears throat> I'm sorry, what? The Masked Nazi Pope? <laughs> can you can you please elaborate a little more? Uh, Lord Orkham. Oh, Lord Orkra. Orkham. Oh, no, you're right. Um, Wrong food. I The Orc Union is going to be really mad. He's masked. He's dressed like a religious leader. And I'm pretty sure he's a Nazi. So he's got, like, black robes on, right? Yeah, but he's got, like, a Nazi hat on. Oh. Oh, he does. Yeah, and all the dudes, like, are storm Nazi stormtroopers, like, uh, marching with him. and Oh. Yeah, he's like a Nazi pope. So, like, is he a vampire? He's a noble. Okay. So we he's, don't know that nobles are he's vampires He's a quote-unquote vampire. Yeah. Potentially. Okay. So he's a Nazi pope vampire pope. noble pope. Yeah. Yes. Pope. He's a pope pope. He's a pope pope. Okay. And he's upset about the full moon. Why? I don't really know. <laughs> he does get really pissed something off. Something bad is gonna happen, maybe? He's like, it's I... the fucking full moon once again, waging war on us. It's pretty much what it amounts to. Yeah. Do you think he's, like, worried that it's gonna turn into that moon from Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask, that, like, comes down and destroys the world? I don't know what that means. Okay. Fine. So we cut to a... Is this a tranny hooker joke? Like was that the was that the joke? Like look at this lady with a with a beard. Yeah, that's it. And it was a different time, Bill. Oh, and man. I and I swear, I could be wrong, but I'm gonna Google it now because I have a phone. I'm gonna. I don't know how to search this without it being like you're gonna you're gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to search Care, cowboy bebop. Cowboy bebop. You put the words cowboy training and hooker together. That's not going to Oh, oh, oh. That's oh, not going to well, lead to anything we're going to we're going to find out. Here we go. And if, you, and if you say anything uh more socially correct, I guarantee the search won't work. I think it's the same lady. <laughs> I think it might be the same lady. I'm almost certain that's the same character with different color hair. I think it is too. Holy I, crap. I think that's a deep cut. I think they use the same trans the, the the same transvestite woman in. They both. just rotoscope. They rotoscope the character. Like hang the on, old, hang on. Uh, Wolf's rain transvestite. That's not coming up with an image of her there. Okay, what I'll do is. Oh, that's frightening. I'm heading down a wrong rabbit <laughs> hole. I told you this was not. Oh God! Out. All right, I will. Um, I will pull up the scene later, and I'll put the picture next to it. We'll 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 decide by next week. I, I'm almost certain that's the same I think picture. that's the same character. I think they literally just overlapped a character from Cowboy Bebop into this, which is weird, because if it is the exact same character, I believe that character exi- like lived on one of Jupiter's moons. I could be wrong, but I'm going to have to go back to that Cowboy Bebop episode. All right, sorry, carry on. I apologize. So, yes, this is one so tasteless joke. That was a, yeah, a giant tasteless detour for like two seconds of screen time. And no reason. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder. Yeah, if no, creators... it was totally not played up at all. It was just like, "Hey, look, here's a lady with a beard, and she's about to go hit on our friend Lebowski." But then some chick runs up and hugs his yep. neck. A girl from Doctor Bondi's lab. Yes, and she actually comes in and fakes like she's his girlfriend, which dismays the the person heading over to the sex worker. Yes, I was trying to think of a way to say it. That's without... the best thing I have. Yes, I guess the sex worker. And she's really there just a plot exposition about Dr. Blondie. 
Yeah, to like say, because he asks something along the lines of like, where is she? Where have you guys been? I've been looking all over for you. I went to a crazy sex room with snake ladies and they made fun of me for looking for my (laughs) ex-wife. About that time, some jackass and his goons show up to arrest Lebowski uh, due to a warrant from the House of Lords. Where's the money, Lebowski? Where's the money? (laughs) More like, uh, I don't like your jerk-off name. I don't like your jerk-off face. (laughs) I don't like you, jerk off. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fascist. <laughs> uh, we are nihilists. This is not going to slow down. Uh, don't fuck with the Jesus. Elsewhere, Lord Orkham's guys are killed by an army of Darth Vader's. And then he gets straight up axed. Now, are these the ones with the guns or, like, the axes? Or, like, don't they have, like, some sort of, like, bladed weapon? But, like... Like, his guys have the guns. The Nazi guys have the guns. Okay. And the Darth Vaders have axes. Okay. And, like, everybody dies. And then they axe him down with, like, literally. Yeah, he's, like, standing alone. We get a really cool shot of, like, a close-up of inside the mask and his, like, kind of wrinkly... The wrinkles around his eyes and, like, his Uh eyes are kind of bloodshot and, and, like, wide with fear. That was kind of a cool image. I like that little, like, pan in. Exactly. And as we've said from day one, this is a beautiful anime. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Uh, we cut over to the pack and Cheza wandering through Clinton, Iowa. Wait, what? Did it, did it smell like <laughs> yeah, dog food? They, they stunk. Oh, that's true. Yeah, good point. There's a deep cut for anyone that lives around this area. Yeah. Only. Otherwise. Sub oh. in your name of your smelliest town here. <laughs> this is our contest. Name your smelly town. Whichever one has the funniest name. We'll give a free thumbs up to. We, we're not even apologizing to the town. <laughs> no, fuck that. <laughs> fuck Clinton, Iowa. Um, I hate that place. Wicka wicka wow wow west. <laughs> Toboy wonders why Cheza, the lunar flower, is so into the full moon. Because he's an idiot. <laughs> She's a fucking lunar flower. <laughs> yeah, no, he is dumb. They say something like once a year on the full moon. This happens. Mm-hmm. So is it like one in 12 full moon special or do they only have one full moon a year? I don't know, honestly. Um, and why is that one, one in 12 special? Didn't Kiba talk about is it always the same a, one? a full moon and living under a full moon or something? I don't remember. Yeah. It's kind of confusing. I wish they would have, maybe it was a translation issue. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they didn't explain that or maybe they explained it better in the, in the original. Elsewhere, we get away from the uh, esoteric shit and Lebowski is getting beat for having the moon book. Uh, by the aforementioned jackass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he starts to talk shit about Lord Orkham. Mm, Orkham. <sighs> he finds out that Darsh is the guy in the hood. Mm-hmm. Or the, the mask. Yes. And he's hiding in his aerial city. Yeah, absolutely. I love that every line. You're like, huh? What's this mean? What is words? <laughs> I've watched this episode like five times. Uh-huh. And I still barely understand what was happening. It's a complex episode. I don't even think it's complex. It's not explained well. It's just crap thrown at the wall. Hey, Bill. Yeah. Would this be a good time to take a quick little break card? Um, alright. Stray! Stray! Hey, you. Yeah, you. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Tuning Japanese. 
We love the fact that you're sticking with us, despite the fact that over the last couple of months, we've had a pretty inconsistent release schedule and different hosts coming in and Josh being away. Uh, we are currently trying to get back onto our regular schedule over the next couple of months, hopefully here, and continue to release new episodes and reviews of Wolf's Reign, not other things like our bonus season reviews of Record of Lotus War and other bonus sort of content and stuff outside of the normal stuff that we do. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sticking with us. We love you. Go check out other podcasts while you wait in between episodes as part of the Questionable Endeavor Network at questnnetwork.com, where you can get all kinds of stuff like reviews of wrestling shows and other anime podcasts like the Reanimator podcast, gaming podcasts, spooky stories, and other related things with the spooky season that is now past. And uh, just go check that out again at questnnetwork.com. Also check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. It's the best way that you can support the show if you have the money to do so. All that money goes directly into paying all of the bills associated with running a podcast, which is a lot more than you, what you would actually kind of think. If you don't have any money or you just don't want to support, you know, free content with money, you can actually support us by just leaving a five-star rating or review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever it is that you listen to this episode today. That sort of exposure, those reviews go a long way. Or hey, just talk to a friend that you know likes anime and say that they should listen to our show. We'd love that as well. Gonna keep it short. This episode's a short one. We sort of failed the last time to get together, all three of us, now that Josh is off the hunt to do a review. We're gonna hopefully get our next review of Wolf Strain in quickly. And if we can't get that scheduled, Bill and I will record another episode reviewing Lodos War and continuing on with our seven-episode review. We're about halfway done at this point, so I'm kind of looking forward to diving back into that world. That's about it. Commercial time. Then back to our review of Wolf Strain. Hello, Questionable Endeavor Network listener. If you're a current or former fan of wrestling, you should check out the Raw Attitude Podcast, hosted by me, retired professional wrestler Henry Hugepex, the suplex-throwing human duplex. On the show, I chronologically recap episodes of WWE Monday Night Raw from the Attitude Era, a time period where wrestling became more violent, more profane, and more sexual simply because, well... That's what we the fans demanded from the product in the late 1990s. Listen along with me as I revisit the crazy antics of The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Vince McMahon, The Undertaker, Mick Foley, and many more of your childhood favorites. You can subscribe to the Raw Attitude Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, or you can listen to each new episode on the Questionable Endeavor Network website, questandnetwork.com. That's the Raw Attitude Podcast, hosted by me, Henry Hugepex, the suplex-throwing human duplex. Oh baby, I like it raw, and I know that you will too. And we're back from the break card! Have you figured out your notes, Bill? So apparently the shit we saw going down before is still going down with the guards attacking Orkham and like, cause they come and report that to Darsha. Yeah. But don't they say like, essentially like, Hey, he's dead. They do. But like, and still the keep has fallen and I don't know. And Darsha's all like, I knew it was going to happen. And then Lebowski just boots a couple of motherfuckers and get foes. Yeah. Yeah, which is, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. And I think uh, when they run off and one of the guys, like, looks at Lebowski and he's like, 
He's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, or whatever. Something like that, like kind of apologizing. Right. Like, like I'm just following orders, sort of thing. The flower, the commander, the military commander? Yeah, yeah. We cut to him. Yeah, we go to him. And he just drops the flower hunt entirely and pulls all his men back to defend the city. Yeah, you know. Meanwhile, Cher wanders around the aerial city, playing thing that, that Darsha has. Oh, okay. Is that, is that, was that when he, she, is she still in the same place when she woke up? And she was like in that garden? And he's just like creepily like, yeah, well, I Brett Kavanaugh you. No, this is where she is, like, loving the decorating. Like, she's she's tapping into her, like, interior decorator? She is. And she loves the the equipment that was foretold in the Book of the Moon. So, yeah, this was weird. And, you know, you said, you, you kind of, like, looked at that that note weird, but I don't totally understand why you did, because she's, like, looking at sex chairs. Right. And she's like, I read about these in the Book of the Moon. Yeah. It, it's like, what? Why is this in the Book of the Moon? The Book of the Moon sounds like a really perverted book. I, yeah, I, I just watched the episode, and these notes still don't make sense. Yeah. She's like, hey, lab equipment. My Bible had talked about this. <laughs> well, I... It's a really exciting Bible. Isn't there a sex Bible? What's the name of that? The, the Kama Sutra? No, well, there's that. That's not what I was thinking of. So Darsha decides, he shows up, talks for a while, mm-hmm. and then he's gonna decides he's going to go find Cheza. And Dr. Fon- Dr. Blondie just gets eyed to sleep and jammed in a tube. So, to, to explain that a little further, Darsha, well, she's in the sex chair at this point. Yeah. And he, like, looks at her, and then he takes off his eye void, which is apparently just, like, half of a pair of glasses. Yeah. It's, like, hooked behind his ear that we've never seen, like, actually illustrated that way. Yeah. And he's got a fucking, like, wolf eye of some shit. I think we saw that before. Did we see that before? Yeah, we did. Okay, I don't remember that part. But then... It kind of pulls that move of, like, Dominique the Cyclops, kind of, except... Oh, yeah, we did see it before, because we made this reference before yeah. to Dominique, except it was, like, instead of nulling, numbing her senses, she just, like, completely passes out. Yeah. They call it the Cosby Eye. Oh. Uh, back with the pack, they're having a moon rave. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, because they're, like, she, like, dips her toes in, like, the acid-laced water and starts, like, spinning around, and the yeah. wolves are, like... Running through the drug-induced like state, like in circles. Oots, oots, oots. Yeah, under a giant full moon, it's fucking trippy. And we go back to Darsha, who we do find out did jam Doctor Blondie into the machine. Yeah, he continues to talk. He gets really rapey. Yeah, you know, can we go back to the scene real quick with the wolves for like a second? Sure. You know, we just reviewed uh, Vampire Hunter D, and at the end of Vampire Hunter D, they have that weird, trippy mushroom scene. Yeah. Like, I want someone who's really good at like splicing video together to just have that that's not scene happen. I know. I you just, know that's not gonna happen. I just want you to imagine and paint paint a mind picture of like these trippy scenes, but then like you have the wolves running around and Chezza spinning in circles, <laughs> like on this background of like the Vampire Hunter D. I want to see that happen. That would be the greatest mashup of all time apparently he zaps her with his eye again oh i don't remember the second time i don't either okay maybe you just maybe you just rewound by accident it, again it just it's just a it's just a pile of things happening <sighs> like there's no structure there's no continuity there's... yeah this episode's really bad about it we've had a couple good episodes where like the storytelling's been really we have good, but but like this one is not an example of no. one of those at all that's when the strange assistant girl comes in and informs him that uh, Lord Orkham has been killed, and uh, he assumes that Jagara has made her move. Yes, which is that uh, is that neck neck lady? I don't think so. I think neck lady was like a seer for Lord Orkham. Oh, okay, that's right, that's right, because Orkham was there. I remember. Yeah, okay, got it. 
And then we have flowers. We found flowers. Flowers everywhere. The full moon gets like really full moony. And then like flowers start sprouting everywhere. And it like not only covers their immediate vicinity, but it creates a winding path. Yep. Off into the horizon where there's a light. Yes. Follow... That's not the moon. I assume it's not the sun. Follow the white flower so road. So a portal? Maybe. It's a portal to Valhalla. So the show's over. Uh, they go to paradise. And, well, that was fun. Nope. That's not. Nope. Nope. Uh, nope. Nope. You're right. Nope. Yeah, right, right here. Nope. Darcia, Darcia nope. This is where up. the episode actually gets kind of interesting. Yeah. This, something happens. Yes. Darsha shows up and he fucking bla- breaks the flower road. Yeah, he does. What an asshole. Is this like some the sort of like anti-environmental anime like it's yes. like it's oh actually you're kind of right no it's an environmental anime it's yes yes it is an environmental anime you're right actually that is exactly what we have here and then darsha uses his aerial city's laser cannons and force fields to fuck up the wolves oh uh, big time these wolves Overkill. stand no fucking chance and at first i was just like oh this is cool and then toboy gets shot and i'm like yeah and then others get shot. And I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty sad. And it would be anime over if you could actually hit anybody with them. He just shoots near them. Uh, and then they fall down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this isn't stormtroopers missing their shot and the heroes miraculously just getting away. This is just hitting the ground near them and they still are busted the fuck up. Yeah, bloody, beaten, unconscious. It makes me wonder, is he purposely just a bad shot? Or is he trying to keep the wolves alive? Like, he doesn't want to actually kill them. He just wants to get his flower back. Probably to... neither. It's probably just that he's using that level of weaponry against something a t- way too small of a target. That's possible, because we did see that actually utilized in that space battle before. Yeah. In that last episode of the episode before. Yeah, it's that'd be like trying like, to use a, yeah. the main gun on a tank to try to kill one soldier. No, you're... That's, that's I mean, a you, really if you good... you hit them, you fuck them up, but even getting near them hurts them, but... Really good analogy. It's kind of like hard to get the, the shot clear, clean... Yeah, you're not uh, going to get a headshot with that. Yep. And Kiba needs to stay the fuck down. He's already dead. Stay down, Crash. You're already <laughs> dead. And then Cheza sacrifices herself for all of Wolfkind. It's a touching moment, a sad moment, because Kiba is laying there after getting up like two or three times, getting blasted back down. He just looks at Cheza with like the saddest eyes, and he says, don't go. Don't, don't go. And she says, this one has to protect you. And like pets all of them. And then leaves, and it's so sad. She's like, tough cookies, suckers. That is not how that goes. (laughs) She's trying to save them and protect them. This one is cute. She is. Birds fly. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) She does not throw the birds. (sighs) Does she not juggle either? She's... Not the last time I checked. I have misread this anime. You... You misread everything. You think everything involves juggalos. Uh, then what, Bill? That's it. Oh, that's it? That's it. Shit! We're only 40 minutes into recording! And with our normal bullshit, we're gonna have like a 30-minute episode. I guess yeah. let's talk about what we thought of this episode of Wolf's Rain. At least it'll mean that I'll be able to edit it easily. <laughs> right. Uh, so, Bill. Yeah? Your episode. Tell us about episode 11. I just did. Well... <laughs> Let's go again because we only go on for forty minutes. Yeah. No, uh, just over. We've kind of talked overall a little bit, but break it down a little bit further. Uh, thoughts on this episode? I really found it frustrating. I didn't know what was happening. Even more so, like that's kind of the that's kind of the repeated chorus of this anime. And this is one of the episodes that really drives that point home of like 
what is happening and why? Who? Why do we care? Like I said, the only thing interesting was spaceship shooting the wolves. We don't even know who Lady Jagera is. We barely know who Lord Orkham is. We don't care. Well, obviously, because he's dead. doesn't matter. Right. All that build-up means nothing. It's just nobles having it out with each other in the background for some reason. Go check out the manga for more information. Apparently. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I watched ahead a little bit. I don't know that this really, at least as far as I've gone, I don't think it really does anything or sets anything up. Maybe it will. I wish I could tell you, because I chose this anime, and I feel like I should probably know more than I am going in, like, knowing. Uh, I just remember loving this anime and loving everything about it. And when I go back a second time, I'm not sure I love everything about it. Uh, this episode being an example of that, it's a it's a bad episode. I'm just going to call it what it is. It's a bad episode. I can see where this is one of those shows where you watched it on TV episodically. It was pretty... It was well acted. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was deep. Yeah. And you remember it fondly through the, the haze of nostalgia. Maybe. Memory. It's possible. You know, and we sit down and we really dig our teeth in to analyze it and to go over what happens in every episode. Mm-hmm. Try to drive the meaning from it. And it just happens to fall short. And yeah. I kind of think that's where we are, really. <sighs> Which is frustrating because we've had some good episodes. Like there, we, been... oh, there are definitely moments that shine. Yeah. I mean, we've had really, really good character-centered episodes where things happen, where there's plot progression. This is not one of them. This feels like a stalling point. It feels like they could have had the fight battle scene at the beginning of this episode and then done something with the wolves recovering for the rest of it and just, again, focus on the characters that matter. I wonder if this is an example of uh, an anime that is hurt by the format. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's 26 episodes, recap in the middle. You know, we have a story to tell, but, and I think, you know, if this could be done in, this could be maybe be a 13 episode anime. I definitely think it could be a 13 episode you know, anime. For what, for what we've seen in 12 episodes, I could definitely see fitting in five. Yeah, no, 100%. And not really losing much of the theme or the story or any of it. If right. anything, making it more coherent and concrete. Uh, exactly. I think it'd be better that way. Yeah. I And this, this anime is so weird, too, because, you know, we have this, once we get to the middle part, these, like, four recap episodes, you know, that it's There's just like... four recap episodes? Yeah, yeah, we're going to skip over them. I mean, I would... Four. We're going to skip... Four. Yeah, we're going to skip over them. Is it one for each character? Uh... Well... We have to have each of the main wolves tell their story. Uh, yeah, kind of. Uh, we have to have a whole Toboy episode. Unfortunately, that's okay, though. We're going to skip it. We're going to skip them all. We're going to do a blooper episode, and then we're going to resume, like, five episodes later and just carry on with our lives. Holy fuck. Yeah. That's in the future. Um, I, I, I think we've we've about worn out this episode in a really short amount of time. So I apologize to the fans if you are expecting a longer episode this week. Uh, I guess you got a little bit of a longer episode last week with Vampire Hunter D, at least. Yeah. Um, but we'll be back next week with a yet another review of Wolf's Reign. Hopefully, it'll be Josh's week. Hey, Josh, if you're listening, show the fuck up. <laughs> Love you, buddy. And uh, episode 12... Which next week the episode is entitled Don't Make Me Blue. Which is a definitely a hopeful title. Yes. We we do well, you especially love blue. She's the most interesting character so far. There we go. 
Uh, but until then, I think it's time for us to, to head out of here, right? Uh, so, once again, this has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where two, sometimes three, usually just two now, people in their 30s. See if I'll ever have three again. Oh, man can dream. Talk about anime. About skiing? Yeah. <laughs> That's what all men dream of, right? Uh, now they uh, ate Burger King before bed. Oh, Lord. He's been eating Burger King before bed. That's not me. Never mind. I did that wrong. <laughs> so, I think it's funnier that way. Um, <laughs> his name is Bill? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Who am I? You're a baby with a mustache. Oh, fuck. You're Andy. Oh, no. And we'll see you next time. I think you were the 2014 World Cup. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questandnetwork.com. While you're there, check out other great shows like the Shadow Vane Podcast, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Slasher Sanitarium, Raw Attitude Podcast, New Blood Rising, The Reanimator Podcast, Fairless Pretenders, and our newest show, and sometimes their scotch. What are you doing here? Was your little dream pleasant? The one where you were going to paradise? What? The time has not yet come for that. Return to me, Jezza. Get out of our way! It is futile. Of the wolves, how magnificent.